Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. Happy episode number 32 for the Mike and Phoebe show. Yes. We have Stephen Hale from the city of Paris. Stephen Hale is the public information officer joining us live here in studio. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Mike. Hi, Phoebe. How are you? Thanks for having me back. Always good to be here. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're always excited to have you uh, back on the show here. Mm -hmm. So we got a good number of topics to talk about today. So let's jump right into it. How about the budget allocations there at City of Paris? Yes, we are really excited to just get this news uh, mid last week uh, would have been, I guess, the third week of of July here. Um, But as everybody knows, every year the state of California puts a budget in place uh, for their fiscal year. And, um, you know, cities, municipalities, they put together projects, they try and get support from their senators, their assembly members, their congressmen. Uh, And this year, we are excited to announce that we are going to be the recipient of $10 million for uh, various city uh, of Paris projects. That, that breaks down into three different categories. And I'll, I'll explain that real quick. The first off that we have is um, we received $2 million for a senior center expansion. That's going to go over at the Paris Senior Center. That's going to help with some of their kitchen services, some of their admin offices, which will help streamline uh, the way that we serve our senior community. We have a very active senior community. And so this expansion is going to help us to really expand that uh, senior center out and make for a good place for our senior centers to hang out. It also doubles as a cooling center, right? So we're uh, it's sitting here in triple digits right now in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good place for folks to go cool off in that. Uh, the other project that's in place is uh, it's kind of have a, a couple names that it's working, you know, the, the downtown connection project, the Paris connection project. But this is, um, it is the connection between the Southern California Railway Museum and the Metrolink station. And yes. it'll also, coolly enough, will activate some of these red trolleys that we all remember. So out of that, w- there was $8 million that was allocated. $7 million of that came from the support of Senator Richard Roth. And an additional million dollars came from the support of Assemblymember Corey Jackson. So uh, Senator Roth helped us get the $7 million for that project and the $2 million for the Senior Center. And then Corey Jackson, uh, excuse me, Assemblymember Jackson, helped us get the $1 million additionally for that Paris project. So these are a couple things that you'll see down the road that are going to come up. We're going to start uh, devising some plans and some concept plans, and hopefully we'll have some visuals soon for that. But it's a great opportunity for us um, to be a part of that. Not every city gets that budget allocated, especially at the state level. So whenever we uh, are recipients of that, we are especially grateful to our elected officials, our assembly member uh, Jackson and Senator Roth for them going and fighting for us. So if you see anybody out there or you get a chance to thank those those folks, please do that because that's that's really awesome news and that's going to help some really good projects here in Paris. Yeah, when I saw that, um, you sent us a press release. Mm-hmm. I showed that to Mike. I said, look at this. That's awesome. We yep. got that. Um, it was great that our assembly members uh, pushed for that on mm-hmm. behalf of our city. So that was really exciting news. Yeah, it is. It's going to make it extremely nice here. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah, and that museum connection, uh, you know, that Southern California Railway Museum, you know, Paris is an old train place. Yeah. 
right? We're, it's a part of our identity. It's a part of our history. And so to be able to preserve that, I know one of the things they're going to work on is helping uh, connect some tracks, you know, refresh them from tracks that are out there and get stuff really flowing. And, and that's just important to our community and our history. So again, we're very grateful to Assembly Member Corey Jackson and to Senator Richard Roth for, for their support and fighting to get Paris's uh, projects in the state budget. That is awesome. It's going to be like the 90s all over again. I when know. They have the real fest and everything. Right. Hey, nice. All right. right. That'll be very Good exciting. Things to come. Yeah. <laughs> now, I saw on social media that you guys just had the Senior Art Showcase mm-hmm. at the Senior Center. Now, you want to tell me about that, Stephen? Yes. This was, this was so cool. I got to go through their art footage yesterday of what they designed and what they came up with. It. You know, some use colored pencils, some watercolors. But uh, like I said earlier, we have a very active senior community here in Paris. And we do that because we pr- constantly provide them services where they can come and, and be a part and be involved. And so for this, we had an art contest. It was a very simple art contest for our seniors, except it wasn't so simple because we had 65 entries into this. Oh, wow. So uh, our seniors were very involved. They had a great day just coming out, you know, bringing their drawings and hanging out. Of course, there's plenty of food and drinks just to relax and stay inside in the cool air. But it was a great turnout. And if you haven't yet, go on our social media pages and check out some of their some of their artwork because it was really cool. And I know I know Jordan and Cynthia and the team over at uh, the Senior Center, they do a great job providing different programs and different functions for our senior community. Uh, and this was the second annual art showcase that they did. And I've been told we might have to move this to a biannual event so we can get two in every year wow. because it was such a big hit. They, they really liked this. So it was good. The, the senior art showcase. That was very cool. When I saw that online, um, I personally appreciate that very much. It touched my heart because, uh, you know, growing up, I grew up with grandparents living mm-hmm. in our household, uh, both sets of grandparents. So I appreciate our elderly people, mm-hmm. our grandparents, because we look up to them. Yeah. We love them, you know, and um, they give us insight and things like that. Right. So seeing different communities um, encourage our senior population mm-hmm. really makes me feel good. So I, yeah. I appreciate City Affairs for that. Indeed. Yeah. And 65 entries. 65 entries. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's, They're a, busy. that's a whole new term to the 65 <laughs> and older. <laughs> that's right. Oh, it's too funny. Now, talking about other events that City of Paris had, um, the City of Paris has a Junior Master Gardeners Mm -hmm. um, situation happening there. They had a trip to the Eastern Municipal Water District. Yes. Uh, So that's super cool. So I'm going to just explain real quick what the Junior Master Gardener program is. Um, The Junior Master Gardener program is... Uh, it's an eight-week course. It began on June the 12th, and they hit the ground running right off the bat. The Grow Paris staff, they host an original parent orientation. What they do is they ask these kids to come out, and they teach them about the world of horticulture, you know, basically taking, learning how to take plants from seed to harvest, right? That's kind of our, our big thing. Is It's not just throwing a seed in the ground and hoping for strawberries in a few months. But there's actually, you know, you've got to learn how to prune, and you've got to learn the water cycles, and you've got to learn climate, and you've got to learn all this kind of stuff. And so... Um, one of the things that we did was we partnered with uh, Eastern Municipal Water District and we took these kids out to a field trip and we brought both level one and level two. That's our beginner beginners in our advanced group, just so they could see kind of the water process and how our circulation and, and water goes. And, you know, what do you do whenever it's not going to rain for a few weeks or a few months and you still have to plant like what's what's the best way to do that what are some of the best sources to get your water from how do we purify water how do we clean it and so it was a great program for them to go out and tour the facility and see everything um uh, they took a a good group of kids that, that were able to go out there and just 
really continue on in another level of their of their learning. You know, a lot of times it might be sitting down, just going over different plant books or plant studies, or you know, maybe digging up uh, flower boxes over at the Paris Green City Farm. But this was cool because they were able to go out and get interactive with some other parts of this and kind of the water cycle of that, which is good because as that Paris Green City Farm comes, you know, we're getting new water installation systems in place that are going to help water those plants that are in there. So it, it kind of connects a lot of those dots on how everything goes together. And they had a great turnout. It was an interactive presentation on the importance of the water collection system, water recycling, and how each individual can play a part in conserving water. So it was good for all of them. Nice. You know, that's very important, conserving water, but yet still be able to learn about plants and gardening and things like that being mm -hmm. water wise. So that's really good that um, City of Paris and Eastern Municipal Water District um, teach the community about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the work our public health team has done out there and the Grow Paris Initiative supports programs like this. So um, we've got a great team and, and I'm, it's good to see young kids getting involved in this, right? I, I didn't do that growing up and uh, I have little kids now and they're always asking me, Dad, how come we don't have an orange tree in our backyard or an apple tree? And I'm like, because I don't have a green thumb, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so it's good that these kids get to do that at a young age. Yeah, yeah I never really had a green thumb. Mike is, has more of the green thumb. Uh, when I was a little kid, I tried mm -hmm. to uh, grow a potato from just a small little seed, and I got too impatient. I yeah. dug the potato up. It was like maybe two months, but, you know, yeah. for a nine-year-old, two months is really that's long. a long time. Yeah, it's the summertime, man. Yep. That's like, I got to go to school, and <laughs> this sucks. You know, yeah. you know what the key is, don't you? What? Once you get one plant growing, the other plants will follow because they sure. know, hey, that one's alive and going good. Yeah. Hey, I'll stay alive, too. Yeah. Yep. That's how, that's how it started in the backyard. Yeah, definitely yeah. teaches patience. Yep. I didn't have that as a kid, not nope. very much. No, still, like still don't have a lot of it. I still don't have a lot of it as an adult. So <laughs> that ex that explains a lot. Yeah. It takes time. It yeah, does take it does time. Take time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, time and and patience. Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> now um, we're deep in the summer here. Yeah. We've been seeing a lot of fires going mm -hmm. on. Um, you want to tell me a little about what's been going on with that, Stephen? Sure. So uh, just so everybody knows, um, we work. Uh, we outsourced to Cal Fire, um, our fire department out there. So the uh, throughout Riverside County, there's various Cal Fire stations. And the, the guys, the men and women over there who work in Cal Fire and fight these fires, they're working hard. And they are, uh, we're very grateful for the type of effort that they put into this. And it does happen a lot. You know, there's a lot of dry brush. There's a lot of heat. And these guys go out there and they'll fight these fires, you know, over the course of several days throughout the night. So I want us to just start by saying thank you to all of them for the, for the effort they put in. But we have had a few of them. I have been trying to uh, main, main, uh, maintain informants to the public on our social media channels, but we, we get a lot of those reports from Cal Fire. And a lot of times, you know, it takes a minute to kind of get up to speed in information. So pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to your social media. And if you, if you see fires or you see fire trucks, stay out of the way so that they can, that they can do the job and listen to their evacuation orders. Cal Fire has put out three kind of points here on how you can be prepared for a fire. And, and I just want to read these real quick, but they want to remind you three things. Number one, be ready. Number two, get set. And three, prepare to go. You should be ready for wildfires that start and make an and maintain an adequate defensible space and harden your home by using fire-resistant materials wherever you can. You should also get set and create a plan with your family to evacuate your home should a, a wildfire happen. 
one of the biggest steps we see is preventative maintenance. That's what helps save lives. So whether you're a family where, you know, it's just you by yourself, make sure you know where you're going to go. If it's you with young kids, where does everybody meet up in the event that something happens? Make sure, you know, you're, you're prepared in all those situations. And then the third is prepare to go. You should put together some type of a supply kit, you know, God forbid something happened in the middle of the night, but you want to um, you want to have something that's kind of like a go bag that you're ready to go. Learn how to talk to your young kids about fire safety and prepare to go and give your household the best chance of surviving a wildfire by being ready to go and evacuate early. Being ready is also means knowing when to evacuate and what to do if you become trapped. So uh, I would encourage everyone to go check out Cal Fire's website. Um, you can just do a quick Google search on that, and they've got a ton of information on you on you know being ready and how to prepare your family but they also have a great um interactive map where you can track active fires and they they really go into detail on these fires where you can look at where a fire is located you can see the impacted community around it if there's an evacuation order they can show you an interactive map for evacuating. If you're on standby for evacuation, they'll they'll tell you there, so you can kind of pay attention. Uh, and then their Twitter their Twitter fade Cal Fire are you? Um, they do a really good job of updating fires on the fly. Uh, I think last week at one point we had like seven or eight active fires at one given point in Riverside County. So it's affecting all of Riverside County. It's not just Paris, but um, we always got to do our part. And hey, don't throw your cigarette butts outside and don't dump a bunch of trash outside because that stuff, it can kindle up a fire really quick and we can go um, from zero to a hundred on a fire problem really fast. Yeah. And uh, just last week, like, like you were saying, we had a fire just down the way there. It was really mm-hmm. close off of 74, right? The it was uh, yesterday. We had one. Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday we had one that was off of 74. Yeah. yeah. And then um, last week it was the other bigger one, I think. Yeah. It was a bigger one. Yeah. There too. Yeah. Yeah, so we always appreciate Cal Fire being mm-hmm. so good about fighting the fires uh, and also updating the community yep. about what to do. Now, um, Stephen, tell me about this digital billboard. We drove around actually just this morning. We yeah. saw it up and going, so yes. that was really cool. It's live. Mm-hmm. The digital board, I think the last time we were here, I brought the mayor with me. Yes. And he was talking about that, and now it's officially up and running. So uh, you'll see some good inform- information that's right there. On the uh, on the digital billboard, it's at the cross street of D Street and San Jacinto Avenue. Um, I will tell you this, though, we are not trying to put long form messaging on this. We want people to continue driving through the intersection. Uh, We don't want anyone to stop and read the billboard. And so we're going to be putting up very short and brief messages. Again, I encourage everybody to keep driving. But, uh, you know, there's a couple of, like right now we're, we've got, you know, time and weather and, you know, welcome to Paris is one of the slides. And you'll see some other things too, maybe pertinent inf- information, but it's meant to catch your attention, not for you to be your primary source of information. So the other component I'd like on that is uh, just folks to know that just because it's not on the billboard doesn't mean it's not happening. You know, we've, we've got a few seconds, right, for somebody to pass through that intersection. So that's the, the billboard is going to be very useful and very helpful. And we're excited to have it up and running. Um, but don't stop at that intersection and uh, look for more information. I think that's going to be just kind of like a news flash more than anything for folks. But we're very excited to have it. We're going to explore the possibility, like the mayor said, of getting some more up and about around town. But our first one right there at the corner of San Jacinto and D Street is up and running. And uh, everybody go take a look at it. It's pretty cool. We're really excited to have that. I know I know the mayor and the council has been wanting that for a while. And so it's here and we're, we're pretty stoked about it. 
Yeah, I like the layout. It's got some landscape around it. It's got the mm-hmm. nice um, brick, you know, and cement uh, display background. So it's oh, really yeah. and, nice. And that was a big credit to our public works team. Our, our public work guys, they were out there in the hot heat mm-hmm. and uh, they were getting that thing up and running and built and uh, shrubs planted and trimmed. And they've just done a, a great job. It really does look nice down there on the corner. And it's nice and bright, too, even yep, when yes. the sun's actually you know, yep. shining on it. So that's, yeah. that's a good thing. But yeah. stopping and reading, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what does that say? And then you hear people honking behind you. The light's green. The light's green. Yeah. I made it through. I, I, we, we come by it honestly because the first day that it came up, I was driving uh, back uh, down D Street, and I was at the corner of it, and I was reading it, and my light turned <laughs> I was at the stoplight and my light turned green and I was just sitting there watching it cycle. So I'm guilty of it too, but yeah, you know, I know. Let's, we all have to be careful not to read the digital signboard billboard for too long. Yeah. Maybe there should be like a longer pause in between the slides. You know, if the slide is like two to three seconds, yeah. then like a, a five second, you know, black display yeah, or something. Yeah. So then, Oh, nothing else. Okay. Keep yeah. moving on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just my two cents. There you go. <laughs> Now, tell me about the community engagement program. Yeah, so the community engagement program, if you are a agency in Paris and you're interested in hosting a cultural and public art community event, if you're about the arts here in Paris, whatever that is, we want to hear from you. Apply uh, today for our application where you can be a part of the com- community engagement program. Um, you can find this by visiting cityofparis.org slash public art. These applications last through July 31st. So if you want to put on one of these events or you'd like to be a part of one, we'd like to see your application come in uh, by July 31st. Once all these come in, we'll take an assessment of how many applicants we have and we'll explore some more opportunities for what we can do down the road. But this is part of our public art initiative and um, our public art team. And if you have any any questions about this, the email where you can contact us directly is publicart at cityofparis.org. And you can get some help from somebody of our public arts team. But this is good and it, it falls into a lot of different genres of art. So it could be music, it could be painting, it could be you know something of that category. But we, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love just for our community to get engage for these types of events. I'm sure we're going to have to email them because I do have some questions. So Stephen, while sure. you're here, can I ask you a question? Sure. Fire away. <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I can. So um, I know you talked about uh, music and art, the various forms mm-hmm. of arts, which um, we do help with music, obviously being a radio station. Mm-hmm. But um, how about, do you guys just want like a in live, live person uh, event or is this could be virtual in combination virtual and live yes. event? I, I think I think at this point, it's new enough in the process where we're open to all different ideas and platforms right now. Um, you know, we're, we're wanting to get this thing up and running. We're wanting to really get some involvement. And there's several different ways where folks can get involved. I know that our online presence uh, is strong. And a lot of that came from everybody, you know, coming out of the pandemic. Folks learned how to be very mobile and be on Zoom a lot. And so, uh, I think there's avenues for all of that. And our public art team is really looking to see what kind of options we have and what kind of interests we have and then kind of create and develop that program moving forward. So what if we were to do some sort of collaboration with various agencies? Um, mm-hmm. How would that work out? Obviously, we'd have to uh, connect with the, that particular mm-hmm. agency first, um, discuss the process or ideas and then uh, apply from there. Mm-hmm. Have you... Uh, I, I don't know that, that I don't know that we've gone that far into the application process yet, but I think the idea is we want you know community engagement is at the core of it. So 
we liked the idea of collaboration and working with various community groups. And, you know, maybe maybe we do a trend where, you know, one group works, uh, takes the lead on this one, but works with support from other agencies. And then we flip it on the next one and everybody, you know, a different agency takes the lead and then there's support behind it. But we like the idea of getting our entire community, various agencies involved all together. So I don't think that there's I mean, there's obviously going to be some structure and rules in place, but I don't think it needs to be put into into a box. Like, let's let creativity come fo- come forth, and let's see where the art takes us, so to speak. So, I like where your where your head's at, and I like your ideas. Um, let us know. Send us a shout over at publicart at cityofparis dot org. I love another it. another plug for the email address there. There you go. Public arts <laughs> yeah. at cityofparis. There you go. Dot org. Love it. We'll see what we can create and come up with. And yeah. the deadline is July 31st. July 31st. So you got a few today? days but here. Yeah, we, we got <laughs> get to cracking. Now, um, I did also see about the National Night Out. That's yes. coming up August 1st at Morgan Park, I believe, right? Yep, Morgan yes. Park, August mm-hmm. 1st. That's coming up this Tuesday. National Night Out. I believe the event runs from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And this is a, an, it is a national event, and we're going to have the Riverside Sheriff's County, or excuse me, the Riverside Sheriff's Department, Paris Sheriff Station, their deputies are going to be out at Morgan Park. And this is an opportunity to come meet your deputies, meet your law enforcement agency. We just talked about all the incredible work that our Cal Fire guys do and how they they help us. The Paris Sheriff Station are the guys that keep us safe. They, uh, you know, they come running into danger whenever danger is there. And they're here to protect and serve our community. And they do a great job of that. And this is an opportunity to come out and meet those guys, hang out, talk with them a little bit. I think they might have some refreshments going on out there. Uh, bring the kids. We want to, you know, really work on the perception that uh, the public has with our safety department, with our public safety and our, our sheriff station, and let them know that we're here to help and, and, and they want to be a part of this community. Many of our officers and deputies work and, excuse me, live in the city of Paris. So it's their community too. You know, and it's a part of where they they work. They come here for their nine nine to five, and so it's a it's a good part. Uh, it's a good way for them to get forward facing with the public. It'll be not only just our deputies, but the other civilian um, folks that work in there. So it could be maybe dispatch officers or maybe accounting clerks, and and see what all of these folks do over at the Paris Sheriff Station. Um, so National Night Out, come check it out. It's, I believe it's 5 to 9 p.m. And that goes on Tuesday, August 1st, coming up this Tuesday. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the National Night Out events. Uh, Mike and I went to a couple of different ones years ago, and that was really fun. And I like what you said, that they hold this to um, help change the perception, the mm-hmm. public's perception of law enforcement. Right. Because, you know, so many of us, I'm sure, have, maybe not a really positive one because they are our enforcers. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're law abiding citizens, but if we're going a little bit above the speed limit, sure. we get a little nervous looking, but Oh no, who's that coming? Who's coming? Oh no, 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 that's not, you know, sure. so we, we are law abiding citizens, but it's good to encourage that positive uh, perspective. Yep. Yeah. Perception yep. perspective. Indeed. And plus they show some of the uh, technology, what they yeah. use out in the field too. Oh yep. yeah. That's so very that's cool. always a good thing there. You know, I yeah. mean, it's not like the uh, probably the newest thing that they mm-hmm. show, but they still show, some technology which is good yeah yeah and they'll even show some of their history i believe the mounted posse comes out and so you know you get to see the horses that that are there but yeah you're right and look in a squad car now now's an opportunity to look and see what's inside of a squad car from the front seat (laughs) 
not only that, an armory car as well. There you yeah. go. There yeah. you go. So you know. it's it's really cool to see how it works and um, see how these guys live their life and some of the environments that they get in, see some of their equipment. And uh, yeah, National Night Out, it's a family event. So bring the kids out, uh, you know, come check, come check everybody out and see what our Paris Sheriff Station does for us in the community. Very cool. We're looking forward to that. Sure are. Yeah. Now, talking about other events, uh, Movies in the Park. Yes. That just started up, and uh, that was our, our first time was at Morgan Park. Mm-hmm. We saw, it was 4th of July, uh, in fact. Oh, 4th of yeah, July. Yeah, that was yeah, Sandlot. They did yes, Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, on July 21st, we showed Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. That was at Getz Park. And then the next one that we're having is on Friday, August the 4th. At Rotary Park, we're going to show Mulan, the original, uh, the cartoon, not the live action. And then uh, our last one will be on Friday, August the 18th at Frank Eaton Memorial Park, where we'll be showing Super Pets, which is a really funny movie. I, I like that one. I'm, Very I'm a dad, and that's a that's a good one. Uh, but the Movies in the Park, it's a summer series that we do. We feature some classic throwbacks mixed in with a few uh, more recent Netflix, our community services department. Um, I want to shout out to them because this month, July, is Park and Recreation Month. Yes. And so we've been recognizing our community services department for all they do in our parks. They put on amazing events like this one, this movie's in the park. And uh, I know I've been hearing that they're giving away free popcorn and cotton candy for the event. So bring a lawn chair, uh, a blanket probably to sit on not to cover up with but <laughs> yeah no. it's probably warm enough but uh bring something to sit on yeah. uh and come watch some awesome movies in the park it's it's really cool all the movies start at dusk so you can check each day on on uh, when dusk hits and um yeah it's a great opportunity for the whole family to just get out and about and be in the great summer outdoors yeah, when we went to the uh, 4th of July event, um, they had the Sandlot, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll out myself. I never saw that movie as a kid. Oh, wow. Because uh, when I was a little kid, I was learning English, first mm-hmm. of all, just coming here uh, from Brazil and stuff. But then, um, so my parents never let us watch mm. those kind of movies, even yeah. though they were kids in it. Sure. But when I saw that, I was like, they are saying some some <laughs> words there. I couldn't believe I was like, they said this what in the nine in the eight what they, they allowed that I couldn't believe it. But you know, nowadays it's normal. Sure is. Yeah. So but that was cool. It was a fun movie. Very, yeah. very fun. Did they show it on the um on the mobile screen out there? Uh not the mobile one. It was a um I don't, it wasn't mobile for it, sure. It was like a big TV or yeah. it looked like a big TV. Yes. Yeah. I think it, I say mobile loosely, but it, it, yeah. usually they bring it in the back of a truck or something like that. And it's just a yeah. big, uh, widescreen, massive TV that they put out yes. there. Yeah. It was huge. Or maybe yeah. it was in the back of a truck. It was, yeah. I, yeah. It maybe been. it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, no more of those blow up things though either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we upgraded. We got Major the upgrade. high definition version right I there. I know. It was okay. so cool. It was very nice. So, Stephen, thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us, telling us so much about um, City of Paris events. And we're looking forward to our next uh, podcast coming mm-hmm. up next month. Yep. Thank Indeed. you, Stephen. Thank you guys so much for having thank me. You. It's always always a good time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.